Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. GOST Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. Good evening! Welcome to episode 28. And once again, I'm melting... The temperature has been so hot the past couple of weeks, and it's just starting to cool off a little bit in the evenings, but it's still toasty. Cooling system is still on the blink in the studio. This may be a little bit abbreviated this week again. We'll see what happens. So I guess it looks like we're going to start this episode out with a news flash, because there's that music. What do we got? We've got some news. We do have some news flash for you. So, since the beginning of this podcast, we are right ready to turn over to 3,000 downloads. I would say by the time I have this edited and published, we're going to have 3,000 downloads on the podcast since I started it. That's amazing. What does that mean? How many listeners do we have? Well, I'll tell you how many listeners we have. I don't know. They don't tell you those numbers. But we do have listeners in 60 countries and 550 cities That is incredible. So yay for all of you for joining in every week and making it so much fun for me to see these numbers change up and increase. I really do feel like I'm sitting here hanging out with someone every week, even though I can't see any of you. So I'll keep talking into the mic as long as you keep listening to me talk into the mic. Is that a deal? Okay, we'll call that a deal. I just, I have so much fun doing this every week, and I am so appreciative that I have people listening in. Now, also in podcast news, gotta say, uh, the money magic is still going on. It is still working. I am still, for all of you newbies out there, I do ongoing weekly money magic for all of the regular listeners of this podcast so that you have those fun little surprises, those little tidbits of awesomeness that occur and put a a smile on your face, you know, so it'd be like when you're walking down the street and you find a nickel on the ground, or maybe you get a really super duper awesome sale price or a discount on something you've been wanting to buy for a long time, but you just haven't wanted to pay full price and that happens. Maybe someone pays you back money that they've owed you for a long time you've totally forgotten about. Someone gives you a gift out of the blue for no reason that has some value attached to it. Uh, Maybe you win a lottery ticket or scratch ticket. 
that's what I do money magic for. And when you have one of these little triumphs or these little surprises that happens, make sure that you express gratitude because the more we acknowledge these little happenings, the more we open ourselves up to receive more. And this week I received $80 more on a lottery ticket. So yay, I was thrilled. I had not purchased a lottery ticket in a number of weeks and I bought that on a whim and boom, 80 bucks. So gratitude for the money magic. Let's keep that momentum going. If you have any of those little fun surprises, even if it's a penny when you're walking down the street, let me know about it. I want to hear about it so I can mention it on the podcast. Speaking of pennies walking down the street, or finding pennies walking down the street, I should say, I'm still finding a lot of change on the dog walks. I realized the past couple weeks, I haven't even written it down or taken note of how much it's been. I find something pretty much every time I walk the dog and it goes straight into his college fund. I have a piggy bank set up for him and I, I save all of that money. So the piggy bank's getting heavier. Now, speaking of the giant dog, I do have some news with him. It's a little disturbing. He's on his third cookie button. I don't know how many of you heard the episode called Cookie Monster. I had one of his buttons in the studio and he kept mashing that button down. He, cookie, cookie, cookie. He's learning how to talk with buttons. He has gone through two, he's destroyed two cookie buttons now. He's on his third one. He uses them like a hockey puck. He gets so excited. He hits it and then he swipes his foot and it goes sailing across the room and smashes into the wall usually. But he's destroyed a couple of them now. He's on his third one. So that's pretty funny. But he's learning how to talk. He got a couple new buttons. He's got dog food and drink. Um, he uses his walk button a lot. He loves to take his walks and, uh, he's got chew bones and go outside and stuff like that. So I have him kind of strategically placed around the house and he does use them. So that's pretty cool. I always wanted a talking dog and I've got one just that sometimes he doesn't shut up. <laughs> what are we going to talk about this week? We are going to talk about making new friends. No, I don't mean going out and meeting people. I mean, making new friends. You're going to make a spirit. You're going to create one. It's a real thing. Yes, it is. You are going to make a friend. You're going to create it. And what are you going to create it out of? Your thoughts. How crazy is that? No, I have not lost my mind. The book we're talking about this week is called Magical Servitors, and it's by Damon Brand. I told you that I was going to talk about yet another magic book that demonstrates the power of the mind, one of my first magic books, and honestly, I kind of fudged it a little bit last week, not entirely. This book that I'm talking about tonight is actually my first magic book. Now, I will say that I picked it out first, along with Words of Power, and I bought this book and that one in the same transaction, both were Kindle ebook, and then I turned right around and bought Greater Words of Power. So I wasn't really lying. I did buy Words of Power and Greater Words of Power pretty much the same time. It was I bought three books in two transactions within probably a minute and a half, right? It was that quick. But Words of Power and Greater Words of Power are rituals that use angels. You go straight to the angels, you present what you want, it's a very quick process. It involves scanning a sigil, saying some words, and presenting what it is that you're after. And then the angels follow through. It's very effective magic. It's very quick. It's very simple. 
This is a totally different direction of magic, okay? Does not call on any spirits, but it uses spirits. What do I mean by that? The name of the book is called Magical Servitors. What is a magical servitor and what do I mean by this? Well, you're not going to be calling on spirits out in other dimensions. You are going to make a spirit. A servitor in the most simplistic terms is a thought form. Now, Damon Brand in this book says that a thought form is different than a servitor. I would call a servitor a type of thought form. It has intelligence. It has life. You create it. It is a spirit that you create. It is born of your spirit. It's very simple to do. It's a lot of fun and it's incredibly effective. A lot of magicians kind of look down their noses at this. They think of it as kind of amateurish, you know, simple magic. It's not real magic, whatever, yada, yada, yada. If you run into some of those types, just ignore them. Some of the most accomplished magicians I know use servitor magic, and there's nothing wrong with it. What you can do is if you've got a purpose for a servitor, you're going to create a servitor. You're going to give it a job. It is going to have its own area of expertise, which is going to consist of one thing. One of the secrets to successful servitor creation is to give your servitor one thing that it's good at. And that's all it does for you is that one thing. You may use that servitor over and over and over but it's still going to be doing that one job. What do I mean by that? Well, maybe you're going to create a servitor to bring you good luck. Everyone can use good luck, and it's an ongoing thing. You're never going to not want good luck. That's just one example. Maybe you create a servitor to help you with some of your shadow work. Maybe there's something that you struggle with and that you need help with. You can do servitors for self-development. So this would be creativity, intuition, confidence maybe a personality trait that you need to enhance, or maybe you need it to help you subdue or suppress a negative personality trait that you have going on. They can help with that too. If it's in your realm of comprehension, you can do it. All right. There's perception servitors. It can enhance your perception on something. Maybe you need to see the truth in a situation. Maybe you need to see things more clearly or be able to plan better. Okay, it can help you with something that you're weak at in your own skills. You could create a servitor for influence. Maybe you want your thoughts and ideas to be more attractive to other people. Maybe you need more popularity, so you need people to perceive you differently, that sort of thing. You can create a servitor for manifesting things into your life, like money, for example. The sky's the limit. If you can think it up and it makes sense to you and it fills a need, you can make a servitor for that. It's a simple process. I will say that I prefer the method in this book over anything else that I've read thus far. There are good methods out there. Sometimes they're hard to find. So I would say if you're not familiar with this magic, use this book by Damon Brand. Again, the name of it is Magical Servitors. I will put the link down in the show notes so you have an easy link to it. But another thing that I've said over and over and over in this podcast, and I will continue to say it for as long as I have the podcast, when you buy a magic book, read the book. That is the best way to learn whatever magic it is that you're trying to learn. And Damon Brand says that very clearly in no uncertain terms in this book. Read this book. If you want an understanding 
on how to make this magic work and for it to be effective, you need to read. And that's just the bottom line. Now, the good news is it's a very small book. It's very easy to read. There's a lot of really big gaps in the pages between chapters. And I think all said and done, there's, um, here, let's take a look. I have it right here in front of me. It's less than 80 pages. It's, um, right at about 73 pages of reading. And like I said, there's big gaps between the chapters. There's really no excuse not to read this book. I see this over and over and over. People want to know how to do magic, but they're not willing to buy the book. They're not willing to read the book, whatever the book happens to be. That is the most valuable resource you have. Reading, you're going to get your information. You're going to get your understanding that way. So do that. The other thing that is going to make this book successful for you, and I think this is where a lot of people fall short. I see a lot over and over and over in the magic groups that I belong to when the topic of servitors comes up. I've tried it. It doesn't work for me. I tried it. It doesn't work. Part of it, and this is, I don't know how else to phrase it. It's not a belief that it's going to work. It's not a um, having faith that it's going to work, you got to take it a step further than that. Buy the book and know that it will work. And that's all there is to it. Don't let there be any other way. I was so new to occult magic when I bought this book. It wasn't even in the realm of comprehension. I didn't know there was anything other than success with this. Okay, I'm going to follow the instructions and it's going to work. And that's how I approached it. That was four and a half years ago. I still have the servitors I created. I still use them on a regular basis. They're still going strong. They're still doing exactly what I want them to do. And I'm still really happy with them. I have four servitors that I have created. And I just love this form of magic. Anyone who knows me in the groups know that I just love my servitors. They are wonderful. I've never had a problem with them. It's never been in the equation. I made these servitors to do their job, and it's just never been a question for me. So maybe that was part of my success with it. I don't know. But here again, this is a spirit born of your spirit. You create it. You set the parameters. You tell it what it's going to do. You birth it. Everything. It's a very easy process, and you need a little bit of imagination. That's it. Follow the instructions. You're going to have a really good little helper to help you do whatever it is that you're going to need to do. And you can even create servitors as a means of keeping you company. So we're going to talk about that next week. I'm going to do a two-parter with this. I just decided just now. And yeah, I'd say the only other thing you really need to know about servitor creation for success goes back to that rule that I've mentioned about magic, generally speaking. And that is, it's not such a bad thing to tell people that you've created servitors, but never tell anyone the name of your servitor. And then I take it a step beyond that. I don't tell them the form my servitor was created in. So you can make your servitor anything. If you are one of those people that has it in your mind that you have no imagination and you cannot create anything, you can't think anything up, guess what? You can still make servitors. Just create your servitor to be a large ball of energy about the size of a basketball. It doesn't have to have a particular appearance. It just needs to be a thought form with intelligence. You can make that into a sphere of energy if you need to. Okay, you can do things that way. So, There's really no right or wrong with this. 
The sky is the limit. And then you can task it to do things for you. Now, as an example, I'm going to tell you about my servitors, two of them, the two first two that I made. And I made them kind of back to back to each other. I made the first one. It was a really good concept. And I thought, you know, it needs to be more. But the more part would be adding to the servitor's jobs. And you're only supposed to give it one job. Hmm. What if I made it a team player, a friend, a counterpart, right? So I made these two and they are made to work in conjunction with each other. And oh my gosh, it is such an effective system. So I call them, and pardon my French here, but it's exactly what they are. I call them kind of my magical bullshit goggles of sorts. So if I need to know something about a person and I can't figure that person out, or I need to know if they're trustworthy, are they an honest person, whatnot? What is it about this person I most need to know? One servitor works on my perception so that I am able to see whatever it is I need to see in a person without you know, what's that word I'm looking for without denial? Sometimes we get in a state of denial about people, especially if we're real close to them. So it removes the denial. It gives you a very clear view of whatever it is that you need to see. But that can be problematic because sometimes people are really good at hiding things that you need to see, right? So the other servitor works to bring those qualities out of a person that are the qualities you most need to see. And it's not necessarily negative. These qualities can be the the most positive qualities or the good side of the person that you really need to see, the trustworthy side. Or it could be, no, I should not trust that person or that is a liar or that is a whatever is wrong with that person that makes them maybe not a good friend or maybe not a good whatever that you're evaluating, right? So the first one, helps you see what it is you need to see in others. The other one helps draw the things out of that person that you most need to see. And it does not bring out anything of that person that's not already there. So it's going to bring out their stellar qualities. It's going to bring out those hidden qualities that they don't want you to see, maybe the dishonesty, whatever it is. So that's the system I created with my first two servitors, and I still use them to this day. And they help give me a lot of insight about others. They really point stuff out that I need to see. The other two servitors I created, they work together much in the same way. They're a team, totally different purpose. And I don't talk about these servitors too much. They're a little bit on the complicated side, but each one has a very specific job. And what they do is they help me with spirit communication. So when I do spirit work, those two have very specific jobs and they help me with that sometimes when I need very specific forms of communication to go on. So that's been very helpful to me. But what happens when you don't need these servitors all the time? Well, Damon Brand has that covered. First off, you need to feed your servitor. It needs energy to survive. I feed mine off of gratitude. So when I task them with something and they come back, they've completed that task, they have more gratitude than they know what to do with. I've given them even some praise in the magic groups on occasion when I talk about them. But when I don't need them, I have made them so that when their tasks are done, they go into an instant state of hibernation and they're just kind of suspended or frozen in time and they don't use any energy when they're and when they're in a state of hibernation. They don't draw any energy. They don't need any energy. They don't need anything to continue their existence. And then when I need them, all I have to do is say their names. I have a, a word 
that's associated with each of them. And that kind of snaps them out of that hibernation, that state of hibernation, and they're ready to work again. They're fresh. It's like they had a nap. Okay. No time passed to them. And that's how I've chosen to create the servitors that I use. I have been thinking about creating some new servitors. I haven't quite figured out exactly what I want them to do or how I want their appearance, um, how I want them to work. And until I really work those details out for each of them, I won't be creating one. I want to make sure that when I create one of these helpers, one of these servitors, that it's going to be the maximum effectiveness and perfect for the need that I need it to fulfill, if that makes sense. So here again, this is a very powerful form of magic that's a lot of fun. And I suggest never create a servitor that is going to be harmful. You don't want to create one for vengeance or for picking on people or anything like that. That can bite you in the backside if if you're not careful. Always have one that you create for constructive purposes and for the greater good. That is the best way to approach this magic, and you really can't go wrong with it. So I wanted to put that out there, give that some food for thought, mill it around, see what you think of it. Some of this is going to be probably a a bigger chunk of information than some of you are going to really know what to do with. It sounds a little bit far-fetched, doesn't it? Really? I create a spirit? You can't do that. Yeah, you can. It works. Trust me on this. It is a beautiful form of magic. Give it a try. What's it going to hurt? This book, Magical Servitors by Damon Brand, very inexpensive book. Even the hard copy is very inexpensive. The e-reader copy, the electronic copy, I think is only like $6.99 or $5.99. I'll find out. I haven't priced it in a while. I should have probably done that before I started this episode. But here again, very affordable, very easy to do, and very effective. I highly recommend this. And really, jump in it, both feet, and... Go forth with the attitude and the belief that this will work. If you can have a thought, if you have any level of imagination, you can make this magic work for you. I swear. So I'm just going to leave that there this week. And what I am going to tell you is next week we're going to keep exploring this. I'm going to have a couple more references for you. And we're going to also jump into another kind of similar form of magic that's even more fun. Okay. Now the form of magic I'm going to bring up next week, probably not quite as strong of a form of magic. It's, it's fairly weak actually, but I have had very good results. I am currently experimenting with this form of magic and I am just going to whet your appetite with that and leave the suspense up in the air so that you can come back next week and find out what the heck I'm talking about. There's more weird stuff Oh my gosh, Shasta, you're losing your mind. No, I'm not losing my mind. I am telling you, the world of magic out there is vast. And there is probably forms of magic that none of us have ever heard of. There are so many secret types of magic out there and so many well-known types of magic. There is so much to explore. Just do it. Just get out there and see what works for you. But I really highly recommend you try this servitor magic. It is fantastic. And it's something that you don't need a specific magic book once you get your servitor created. All you need is to be able to say that servitor's name and then tell it what you need and it'll go off and do its thing and it'll work for you. All right, we're going to do more details on this next week and then I will bring up that other little fun tidbit of magic 
magic that's kind of silly and effective and let's keep it lighthearted and keep a smile on your face when you're practicing this stuff. There is no better way in the world, right? Gotta have some fun. You take things a little bit too serious, it can kind of bog you down in a weird way. So make sure in your magical practice you do some fun stuff to offset the real serious stuff. Okay, it should be that way in life no matter what you're doing. Have a little fun sprinkled in. All right, so that's all I got for you this week. As always, keep a smile on your face. Keep a bounce in your step. Keep practicing your magic. Go get a copy of Damon Brand's book and make yourself a servitor so you have your own private little spirit doing whatever you want it to do for you. It's a lot of fun, and it can be a friend as well. Was that cheesy? I think it was cheesy. All right, it's time for me to get off the microphone. I'll catch you all next week. Have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random dash illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash gostradio, twitter.com slash gostradio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST Radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow, Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com. And we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures. And hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right, keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>